Hi everyone and welcome to The Matcha Diaries, the podcast where your hosts Cara and Leo talk about different topics that are close to our hearts each week and just try our best to survive our 20s semi-sane. This week is a little bit of a different episode because it is Cara's moving week which is obviously so exciting and I couldn't be happier for her but It also means that she has been super busy, understandably, so we decided just to do a mini intro, the two of us, reviewing our week, giving you our favourites, all of that good stuff. And then for the main section, I'm joined by my flatmate Ellie, who moved in just a few weeks before lockdown hit in 2020, without either of us ever really knowing each other beforehand, so... This is obviously quite a unique situation and we just thought it could be interesting to share our story and advice on living with people that you don't know. I do apologise for the amount of giggling that I do in this episode. I swear I don't do it on purpose, but then I listen back to edit and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so annoying. (laughs) So please excuse that. And yeah, enough of me rambling. I Really hope you enjoy this episode and as always, please let us know your thoughts on at the Matcha Diaries on Instagram. Hey guys. So this week's episode is gonna be a bit of a different one. Yes. Because Cara, do you want to give a bit of background as to what this week looks like for you? Yeah, so we were planning to record a nice episode today, but things are kind of crazy at the moment. So there's a lot of like background noise. Everyone's sorting out stuff in the house because I'm moving tomorrow. Like this is my last day here. So I'm kind of in that mindset now where I just want to get everything done and uh, can't, <laughs> don't think I could sit for an hour and talk about podcasts. So I think we're just gonna <laughs> talk about our highs and lows and or like cute little things like our little wins and things like that and then um I think Leo's going to do a solo episode this week with her roommate right <laughs> yes I was thinking that could be fun yeah so if all goes well and my roommate agrees to participate in this we'll do like a little a roommate Q&A yeah. slash tag so please forgive me for not being <laughs> fully here this week we'll miss you Kara. oh thanks because I also won't have wi-fi so um but yeah because another option would have been just delaying this episode but I don't want it to be crappy quality and uh things like that so yes everything will go back to normal hopefully the week so next week when once this is uploaded and then Kara can give us an update on her new job very yeah. soon I'm so excited to hear how your first week goes oh. and your first days same and I'm just I think I'm just excited to have like the place something I've been picturing in my head for the past month actually just become a real thing that I'll be in and yeah I'm just excited new new things are coming our way right Leo yes <laughs> This is, I feel like this feels properly like spring now, you know, like new beginnings, fresh starts. Yeah. I, I can like feel them in the air. Same. So yeah, this is my last day recording in this house. Oh my gosh, true. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that weird? Because I felt the same way when, when I moved out of home. It was like, I was kind of reflecting back on how much had happened in, whilst I was home, how much had changed. Like I did like yeah. a mini list when I was on the plane. It was it was us starting the podcast it was me rotating into a new team it was me starting therapy it was like so many big (laughs) things you know that I didn't even realize 
had happened whilst I was there. So it was like really emotional leaving, not only because I was going to miss my family, but also because like all of the events that happened whilst I was there. Yeah. Like when I came, when I first came into this house, I was still at uni doing my master's. Wow. But wasn't even done with my coursework or had done my exams. Like it wasn't even the end of the year, you know, like I still had so much to do and then worked, you know, part-time for six months. And now, I don't know, things are just, it's crazy. Life do be like that. Things do change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you feel like right now that you're in like a a shitty situation or not happy with your with your circumstances that you're in, let this Mm. be the reminder that even though it's hard to realize when you're in that situation. Yeah. And I know we were talking about this like just before this call. It does change. You know, everything is only temporary and things always will look up. And I think you just sometimes have to have patience and stick yeah. it out. And sometimes, because for this episode, we just want to do like a very quick, like talking about our mini wins, you know, something we're grateful for. And some weeks that will literally just mm-hmm. be, I had a shower today or I made yeah. myself a coffee and that was like my mini win for the day or I managed not to cry, you know, and <laughs> that's that's going to be it. But then, you know, in, and it's worth a week after that, it'll look different. Yeah, exactly. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. even doing those little things is really, really impressive. (laughs) Yeah. And I think especially for everyone that has been, like, a continuous listener to our our podcast, you can kind of tell all the struggles I've gone through, like, with my highs and lows and being in that place of uncertainty and not having change and kind of feeling like nothing's going my way and I'm in this bubble and just frustration and not having control. And I know that was, like, my biggest low. So I guess, yeah, this is me just sitting here now knowing that things have changed, like, basically 360, like, everything's changing. Yeah, in a matter of, like, several weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's the support for you guys to know that, yeah, you might feel like you're in that place where you're stuck and nothing's going your way. And I know it'll be annoying to hear people say, like, it will change, things will get better, but... And I hated when people were telling me that because I'm like, you don't know, like, because you you feel like it's just not going to happen, but it will. And you'll probably hate me for saying this, but it will. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like whenever you're in situations like that, you always feel like you're alone and feeling that way or like you're the only person who can like properly understand what you're going through and nobody else will relate. But I think way more often than not, actually people will Mm -hmm. know and will feel similarly to what you're feeling. Even though obviously everybody's circumstances are so unique, but I think human emotions are way more similar than than we give them Yeah, because even if it's not exactly what you're going through they they don't have to go through it to understand that's something I think we we try to protect ourselves we're like you don't know what I'm going through blah blah blah, blah. but yeah they can just because they're not experiencing it doesn't mean they can't feel empathy towards you and, and help you and support you and try give you the positive motivation that you need to go forward so want to share your mini win of this week yes so instead of highs and lows because we actually just recorded our last episode two days ago so (laughs) yeah that much hasn't happened yet in (laughs) in the two days so we thought instead we'd do a mini win one thing we're grateful for and then one sort of favorite product of the week or and so my mini win it's, it's one of those where it's, you know, I think my mini win is literally just like not having a nervous breakdown about work or life in general <laughs> this week because last week I felt like so much was just happening at once. It was, you know, my bank cards were getting hacked. I 
had something stressful at work happen. I had my flights going on, so I felt like there was so much to organize, you know, with with COVID tests and me worrying whether even I was going to be able to fly and yeah. just so much was happening at once. And I just don't think that I handled it in the best way possible. I think I really let it get to me. And I was listening to a podcast, shocker, I know. Um, <laughs> and they were saying about, you know, the external events on what is stressful. It is always your perception of those external events. And I think I really had to, that's so I, I kind of had like a, a bit of like a, a low moment last week where I was just like, okay, that it was like, a, it wasn't like, this is going to sound dramatic. It wasn't that dramatic, but it was kind of just like a turning point where I was like, okay, I am truly letting these things determine my mood and get to me emotionally way too much. And yeah. if you actually take like a bird's eye view of, of your life and of everything that's happening, they won't seem that big. They won't seem that stressful as they were to me at that moment. So I kind yeah. of just had like a, a mindset switch of, you know, wanting to really just take a bit of a of an emotional step back and try and let things not emotionally get to me as much. And I've been, I ordered the book, The Daily Stoic, which I think stoicism really is about that practice as well of like not, you know, letting things emotionally impact you as much. And that doesn't mean that you are not still emotional or you're not still empathetic because, you know, I'm always going to be those, pe- those, <laughs> those characteristics. Like I'm just a very emotional person and very emotionally driven. But I think that book's actually really helped me. I posted a few like um, pictures of it on our Instagram and I think they seem to like resonate with, with you guys as well. Yeah. So I really like that, you know, to have something as well every, every morning to kind of reflect on so honestly yeah my my mini win is just handling everything a little bit better this week and not having emotional breakdowns Woo! (laughs) (laughs) worth celebrating what about you my mini win is also just not that big and but that's fine completely fine but it's just um i think everyone in the uk knows that we've had quite nice weather well on and off weather but I've had the chance to sit outside and just soak up some sun, which I haven't done in probably at least six months, which is crazy. And wow. just like me being the extra paranoid COVID person, I literally don't go outside. So this was a big yeah. thing for me to be sitting outside for an hour and just like soaking up some sun and just having Oscar, the little, little dog, sit on my lap. And it's just like a cute, cute morning I don't know. Just I like sitting outside, so when I do get the chance to do it and it's not freezing, I take that and appreciate it. So that was my mini win of can we even say this week of the, the, the these past two days? <laughs> <laughs> I love that though, because I think weather does really impact the mood so much. Yeah, like everybody always says it, but it does just like change the whole vibe of the day. Yeah, and like with the clocks changing, it's been so nice to have like we have dinner at 7:30 and there's still sun outside. I'm like, yes, love that for me. That's so true. I didn't even realize it was because of the clocks changing, of course. Yeah. I didn't even put two and two together. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my body's still getting used to it though, like cuz I I think my body's been used to having dinner when the when it's dark outside. So now that it's still light, my body's like you're not hungry. It's I have still the same thing. Outside. So I yeah, so I'm like eating, not really being hungry because my body just doesn't, it's not understanding that actually it's still, it, it's like 7pm, you need to eat food. That's so. so interesting. I mean, I was double confused because I flew on the Sunday and on the Sunday the clocks changed. So I went from a German time changing and then I went to flying to the UK where the time zone's different and then that had also changed. So that's like so confusing. Yeah. I don't even know what that means now. Like, <laughs> 
another thing you have to think of and organize. It's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, so what is one thing that you're grateful for this week? So I think this is something I'm just thinking more broadly. And it's just like, it's the Lewis family. So um, Ed's, Ed his and his parents as well. Because I think, so I am having this very like reflective day today, knowing that this is my last day here. And um, I just, I am very grateful for like having a home and having a place to stay this year because it could have been so different like mm. even though there were so many lows this year I don't it never had to do with this house and and being here um so yeah I'm just grateful for them and for them being really nice to me and welcoming and even to my sister like no, they didn't have to welcome her to stay here for four, for four months as well and you know they're somehow that kind to let us like we always make jokes we're like this is if you adopted like two arab girls and <laughs> kept them in your house but <laughs> yeah very grateful for them and how nice they've been and i probably don't say it enough and i hope maybe when i leave if they miss me they'll be listening to this and they can hear this and maybe they'll send me a text so <clears throat> mel and steve you want to message me okay, <laughs> you're so cute but yeah <laughs> and you so i'd say the one thing that i'm grateful for is just yeah, being back in the UK and starting to get settled in because I think like you, I was kind of not dreading being back, but I had like a lot of just like anticipation building up for it because it was so lovely being back home. So I was kind of nervous for being back and living on my own again. And, but actually it's been really nice and it feels kind of more like, okay, this is my real life, you know? So it kind of more feels, whereas like being Mm. back home felt like a break and, and like a proper, like pause button and allowed me to properly like reflect and reset this is now like okay now I'm getting on with my life and you know it's been it's been really nice living with my flatmate as well so yeah it's just like little things that I didn't you know I kind of didn't I took for granted before as well before I went home so I can imagine it being so emotional though because I think the next time I see my parents I think that like I'm already dreading the the day I say bye to them because you go so long thinking like mm. you'll when's the next time you're gonna spend such a long amount with them and then I don't know it's quite emotional yeah. but yeah I know how you feel as well being back because yeah it feels more like reality doesn't it <laughs> yeah I do think that it's gonna be tougher for you mm. because your family lives so much further away like I don't even want to compare my struggles to yours because Germany is a one and a half hour flight yeah. away you know and it's in it's, it's within Europe it's within the same continent could you not technically drive there I could, yeah. yeah. Like a lot of, uh, like my family often drives to the UK. Yeah. If That's I could drive. <laughs> if you could drive. <laughs> Neither can I. Yikes. Actually, that is a goal. Okay. The podcast needs to hold me accountable. We need to hold each I other accountable. I really want to do my driver's license this year. I've said this every single year since I was 18. I am now 23. So for the past five years. <laughs> we literally have messages of us. Didn't we make a group chat where we're like... We did okay. at uni. Yeah. Of like trying to motivate each other to get our driver's license and it just didn't. So I at least started lessons last year. That's something I'm yeah, proud you're, of. Yeah, you're further along than me. Yeah. No need to compare. <laughs> we'll, we're both still <laughs> licenses. So. This year, we can do it. Yes. Hopefully in our in our 2021 reflection episode, we'll, we'll be able to look back and be like, a win for this year was that we got our driver's license. Yeah, or at least started driving lessons. Because I know now with like the whole delays of last year, they, the tests have been pushed back so much that if people oh, start... Oh, this is yeah, true. Yeah, so we might not even get it for another two years. But at least if we know how to drive, that's something... That's good enough, right? Yes, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and then we thought we'll end this little section off with our favorite product of the week which i don't know you you said i might know yours but i don't know yours i've i've just realized like we've never really talked about our favorite products on this on this podcast so no car no. when i when I, as soon as i say mine you'll know what it is but let me just preface this with obviously I work at Samsung and that sometimes gives me very cool job perks I'm not gonna lie and I have recently (laughs) been offered the opportunity to participate in like a social media campaign and for the social media campaign I actually got a brand new frame tv at 65 inch which if you know how tvs are that is really really big and it was so cool because I landed in the UK and it was already in my flat just like in the box so me and my flatmate spent like the the Sunday or the Monday you know building it up and it's honestly like changed everything like watching Netflix <laughs> it's changed the game you can I can never go never back to smaller to, TV. my old tv looked ridiculous <laughs> in comparison to that one like it probably is like a sixth of the size like I'm not even lying <laughs> so oh it's just been so nice having I don't even miss the cinema anymore like it's it changes the whole experience it really does and the sound is so nice mm. so this is obviously like a very probably unattainable like product for people to just like buy on a whim and obviously I didn't purchase this myself right but yeah it's just been incredible and if everybody is yeah. if anybody is thinking about buying a tv like the frame is I can highly recommend it because you've got like art mode which you can switch on so that means that even when it's off it's not just like a big black screen it like shows a different like you can choose the artwork that it shows so it just looks <gasps> like so there's cool. kind of like a picture frame in your living room which I just think is so much nicer than just like a massive black slab and like the edges of it kind of look like a black frame as well so I'm a big fan (laughs) very good not sponsored guys not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) okay Cara so what's what's been your favorite product of the week okay this is really random and I don't think I've even mentioned it to Leo but uh we to say thank you to Mel and Steve for having us this year we they've like made brief comments about buying a soda stream do you know what it is Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we um to to basically just like a, as a little thank you we bought them as a really cool soda stream and it's no way. It's so nice like there's a bunch of settings you can put on like how much you want it to be carbon carbonated so it's not like t- you it doesn't have to be too bubbly and not bubbly and it um I don't know. It's like it's my favorite product of the week just because it's random and makes water taste <laughs> so I love that. And like knowing that they wanted it and it's it's, I don't know, like, you can make so many drinks out of it, and you can buy, like, the syrups and stuff, but I think if I were to have it, I'd just use it to have, because I love soda water, which not a lot of people like, but... You'd fit right in in Germany. Everybody drinks carbonated water in Germany. Oh, I love it. I hate it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I'm the worst German ever. <laughs> maybe I... I feel like maybe I was German in another life. Honestly, because you like, you like beer, you like potatoes as well, don't you? Yeah. Do you not like potatoes? No, I'm honestly like the worst German ever. This is I'm just gonna blame it on my Portuguese side. You know? Okay. That's, that's why I don't like these things. But yeah, I don't like beer, <laughs> I don't like potatoes, I don't like carbonated water. What am I even doing? Pretending that wow, I'm German. I, maybe I should move to Germany. <laughs> you should. Twenty twenty one plans. Okay. So I guess this is where we end it off this week's section and you guys will have to let us know if you maybe like this little mini overview on not just our highs and lows, because then maybe we can 
incorporate uh, some more in some of our future episodes yeah have fun guys enjoy the episode with leo and whoever agrees to record with her (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is a big more this is big moment because i'm sat here on our sofa with ellie would you like to introduce yourself hello i'm ellie i'm leo's plumate and we've lived together for over a year now yeah that's actually crazy yeah i know gosh it's so hard honestly living with leo (laughs) (laughs) this is actually weird for me as well because obviously i've recorded quite a few podcast episodes but this is the first ever episode that I'm recording with somebody in person, like Ellie's actually sitting next to me. <laughs> and yeah, all of the other episodes we've obviously just recorded over Zoom, so it's kind of weird. I'm actually looking right into her soul, right into her eyes. She's got beautiful eyes. Oh my gosh, stop! Okay, so I thought for this episode it could be fun if we did like a little roommate. I always say roommate, we're not roommate, we're flatmates. So flatmate, tag, but then also maybe like combining it with giving some advice on people who might be living together with other people or might be moving in with people that they don't know yet. Yeah, going from like strangers to best friends is yeah. it's a journey. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, just to preface everything, would you like to give our listeners just a quick intro about who you are? So I am 21. I um, originally was born in Staffordshire which is a lot further up north than where we are now. (laughs) Um, I have lived in Chile for three tour years and then came to Surrey for a job at British Airways, which due to COVID was put on hold. I then applied, (laughs) I applied to a garden centre to be a receptionist. (laughs) I feel like you applied for so many things. I applied for so many jobs and now I work at the Glorious Morrisons. For anybody who's not from the UK, it's a supermarket chain, kind of like... It's the fourth largest supermarket chain in the UK. Ah, see, Ellie knows all the stats, all the facts. <laughs> <laughs> so I am one of the online managers for Morrison's. And I mean, I obviously was kind of there for it all. I mean, you moved in in February and the pandemic hit and like lockdown hit and everything beginning of March or something. Yes. Yeah, pretty much a month later yeah so you didn't even get to start the new job that you moved here for mm-hmm. it was a bit crazy but you know you gotta just take it in your stride these days yeah and I remember being really impressed with you because I was thinking if I was in your shoes I would have been crying for days and I feel like you just like there was definitely some tears <laughs> yeah but I feel like you just took it in your stride you actually did you know and you just straight away just applied for new jobs and just made the best out of the situation yeah, I think I was quite lucky that we got on so well because I think I would have found it really hard otherwise. Yeah. You know, we kind of just gelled straight away. Yeah. Did you Have you told your listeners how we started messaging? No. <laughs> okay, so we met through this app called spareroom.com and I remember, I mean, for people who don't know the context, I was living with my boyfriend before, so now my ex, and we broke up in November and then I was like oh my gosh you know I'm still in this flat I obviously need somebody to to share it with to like share share the rent basically and I was like how the hell am I gonna find somebody that I actually like to live with and I don't even don't know who recommended me this app but I'm just monetary value to the (laughs) (laughs) just 
the money. It was just like, get me a roommate. <laughs> and I remember I had like several, I, I was in Germany still like over Christmas and I was messaging different people. And I was messaging Yi and I was like, oh my God, like this girl, she seems way too good to be true. Yeah, I know. Because we were talking about the fact that you were in Chile and I was also in Chile for a few months. And I don't know, I feel like it seemed just like as if we had way too much in common. I was like, this is gonna like blow up in my face somehow. So I came to the UK and literally the day after I landed, I had a viewing at the flat. And <laughs> we got to the flat and it was just like a beautiful flat. But we just got on so well. We just started talking about random shit. Yeah. And then um, the one thing that stood out for me, I think we were both watching Gossip Girl at the time or something. <laughs> Some series. And then... I was, you were like, oh, do you want a drink? Like, the the usual classy self that is Leo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you have any green tea? Thinking, no way, like, that's just a really obscure thing to ask. And it's the only tea that Leo drinks. <laughs> that was actually, that was the moment where that I was, was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, we sh- we shared a moment there, I feel like, with the green tea. I was like, oh. My, yeah, it was like me and my dad and Leo, but it just felt like me and Leo. <laughs> my dad was just there like, Hello. <laughs> This is funny because actually one of the questions that I wanted to ask you was what was your first impressions of each other? I was just so relieved because obviously <laughs> I was coming from halfway around the world to live here for a job that, well, I didn't end up get, like, actually starting, but <laughs> just relieved to know that it was a good place because this was actually the only flat that I had on my like agenda. I didn't have anywhere <laughs> else. There was a few other places that I could have gone to, but they weren't nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we're just really lucky. The fear that I've got now is like we've been we've gotten on so well and now we're looking at moving in summer because yeah. our contract ends and we're probably not going to find people. Hopefully we would, but we might not find people that we get on with as well. Yeah, we were saying this the other day how already the chance of just finding somebody randomly on the internet that you get on with so well as well. I feel like it's something different just getting on on a friends level and being able to live with each mm-hmm. other because I think I've got several friends who I love, but I don't know if I could live with them. Yeah, I think, like, we share a bathroom, like, yeah. some, boundaries have been crossed. <laughs> we, it boundaries, who, who's that? <laughs> but it definitely works. Yeah. You remind me a lot of my sister, though. Really? Yeah, you're very organised and, like, you stress a lot, but... <laughs> then I'm such like... an actor, a <laughs> <description> of me. <laughs> but then, I don't know, I think I can be, like, a bit messy and carefree, but... It kind of works in Leo's favour, because if there was two stress heads, Leo would be... Ugh. Yeah, I think we balance each other out quite <laughs> quite well. Yeah, and I'm like the food supplier. Like, oh I my god, yes. And she does all the technology. It's perfect, because obviously I work at Samsung, so we've just got a new TV, which I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. And then Ellie, because she works at a supermarket, like she gets really good food discounts. So it's just the perfect household, really. Yeah, we just need, like, a jeweller or someone. Uh, or somebody who works at, like, Ikea. Oh, yeah, furniture. Because be we're good. actually looking for some new furniture, so I feel like that would be the perfect addition. If anyone's got any recommendations for TV stands? <laughs> yes, yeah, anybody like... wants to move in with us after summer and also works at a furniture store. That would be beautiful. That's the criteria for moving in with us. Like, what discounts can you can you supply? Yeah, discounts first. What value can you add <laughs> to this dynamic? <laughs> Because <laughs> we've got good stuff covered, you know? <laughs> You've got to bring something to the table that's new. <laughs> I mean, for my first impression of you, I remember thinking before that I almost didn't want to like you because I'd interviewed a few people... Interviewed, as if this was a job. I'd, I'd had some people over for viewings before 
And I found them all quite nice. So I was like already finding it hard to choose. So then almost before I was like, oh, I hope she's not nice. So then I don't have like to make an even harder decision. <laughs> but then I really liked you. So I was like, ah, oh, gosh, damn it. Now, you know. I was just too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was kind of intimidated by the questions that your dad asked. Yeah, to be fair, my dad didn't really sit back. My dad was very like business. He was so direct. He just like bam, bam, bam. I think he also knew that I really wanted to move in, so he, he was... He wanted to ask, like, the hard questions beforehand. Yeah, the end, we were just like, so, will you have me? And you were like, um, let me give you, like, a day. <laughs> I think we, we were quite blind on each other, though, for a yeah. while. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, COVID... Yeah, because you guys have to understand that we, Ellie moved in mid-February, but then I was away for quite a few Mm. weeks. So basically we were living together for like a week or two maximum before lockdown hit and we were literally stuck with each other like 24-7 every day. And, And also like it felt like the world was kind of crashing around us. Like it was, I remember... I mean, we've already told Kara this, but it was at the beginning, I think the first few weeks, either of us would always be crying on on the day. Oh my gosh, we would like take in turns, it'd be like rotational, who's crying. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like a running joke of like, oh, will we make it through the day without either of us crying? Gosh. <laughs> I don't even know why I was so mad. I think it was just like, I was really stressed about different things at the beginning. And I guess I didn't really know what was going on. And then both of us also... Our families were living abroad at the mm. time. So, I mean, I think that was like a blessing in disguise as well, that we were both there and couldn't and couldn't just go home. That's so true. It's also like about, you know, you knowing yourself, especially during COVID, you're quite isolated. Yeah. And living with someone that is completely new, you, you hope you're going to get on with them, but something could happen. Yeah. You're then going to be on your own. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, it's it's a hard one. And I think a lot of people have probably experienced the same thing, but definitely from our point of view, like we were quite lucky in that sense yeah. that we do get on and we, we've not argued. No, it could have gone it so wrong. It could have gone so badly. <laughs> I feel like we did it actually quite well without even having to establish any like rules. The one thing that I was saying at the beginning was like, oh, obviously you have to kind of say when, you know, when you're bringing somebody over or like yeah. your, your boyfriend is coming to to visit or you've got you're having a date over or something like that like I think that's always a good thing to just let the other person know and be like oh is this okay but I don't feel like that like, we didn't have a we don't really have a cleaning rotor or anything like that no I think like we just know like if the bin's full empty it if, yeah if, if someone's in the loo like let them pee in peace <laughs> <laughs> because like I think some people obviously have en suites and that's nice but yeah this flat doesn't cater for that but then we're both girls so yeah you both have your menstrual cycle and all that of that true. jazz yeah I think it would be very different if you were if I was living with a guy I think the other thing is we're quite lucky that we like the same tv programs yeah all that sort of stuff we can cook together Leo has some funny dietary needs but, <laughs> <laughs> but um well would you would you care to elaborate on that um she's like a a vegan like <laughs> vegan non-vegan vegetarian <laughs> okay just for clarification i am vegan or i have been for the past few months but now i've recently been told by my doctor that i have to start eating fish again so yeah, pescatarian yeah but 
I mean, I just found out something very shocking about Ellie just a few minutes ago, which is that Ellie doesn't like soy sauce, and that actually yeah. breaks my heart because mm-hmm. I probably eat soy sauce with every single one of my Leah is like <laughs> the perfect advocate for giggling squid. <laughs> if you're listening, give us a discount code. <laughs> giggling squid is like a Thai restaurant yeah. around our corner. It's really good. It's like a chain, right? Like yeah. a UK chain. <laughs> but yeah, Leo is one for soy sauce and everything Thai. Yeah. Also, I didn't used to like sushi and that buffled Leo for a while as well. I know, what the hell? Ellie's such a strange person. I feel like the TV show is actually a big one. And maybe if you're living with, with a roommate or you're like trying to and, and you don't know them that well, I feel like that's something good to bond over as well. Yeah, definitely. I think when we first moved in, like, we, you already here. <laughs> there was no like distinguished routine. It kind of just fell into place. Yeah. I think, you know what actually also helps though, is that because I think lots of people are now all working from home. Yeah. Whereas you don't work from home, you work, I guess, you know, you work, you go to the, the physical store yeah. whenever you work. And I work from home. I have a location. Leo has the dining room. <laughs> yeah. Which I think, I think it would be really different if we both had to work from oh, this room all yeah, the time. That would be really hard. So for people who are living with flatmates and, you know, you're both working from home, I think that can be really tricky. And like my heart goes out to you because I feel like even especially because you have to have calls all the time and I don't even know to be honest how I think the way we'd navigate it is probably that we'd have to just you know one of us would have to be in our rooms and then we just take turns with you know who can you can get the living room and you know based on okay do you have important calls today Ellie even though you're two years younger than me I do feel like you're the mum I like being the mum <laughs> like Ellie takes care I of me I wouldn't want to be a mum just shouting that out there <laughs> <laughs> no but I feel like that also is what makes me feel karma living in this flat is like I that's what I like about having flatmates as well it's like you feel like you're not alone you know like yesterday my our washing machine was having a mild <laughs> panic attack and literally like exiting from its lodging in the wall like trembling because it was still washing clothes and I was slightly freaking out I was like calling Ellie like <laughs> Ellie didn't pick up so that was sad times Ellie's phone was dead but yeah, no, it, it just, it really helps me to know that I'm not alone in, in any of this, you know? Leo will like, call me, call me, call me, message me. And I'm like, Leo, unless you're in the hospital, like what is wrong? <laughs> it's the washing machine. She's like, the washing machine is going to explode. <laughs> I was very worried. You were. <laughs> okay, I've got some quick fire questions for you. <laughs> Who is the noisy ro- roommate? You. Yeah, it's me. Leo's YouTube at like 6am in the morning or her podcast. <laughs> This These is... walls are as thin as paper. You can hear literally everything. I actually, I feel quite bad for this and still I don't change it. I, I listen to something at she all knows times. With it. Like I listen to either a podcast. Recently it's been podcasts or music. I mean, it's a good job on my heavy sleeper. <laughs> okay, second question. Who is the messy roommate? Me. Yeah. Absolutely. My room is an absolute <laughs> bomb at the moment. To be fair, I work very long retail hours. Yeah. So Your yeah. work hours are insane. Yeah, it's not good. It's not healthy. No. I'm like to Leo, you wanna have a work life balance. Yeah. And then she's like, What are you to say that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at that. But it's all part of retail life, I'm afraid. Yeah, you're too hard working. Next question is what thing does your roommate do that most bothers you? I'm actually interested to hear this. Yeah, we're gonna fall out after this episode. <laughs> 
Mm. Our first fight. Not that much, to be fair. I actually don't know. Okay, I can say mine, and then you can you have a bit more time. Mine is that you don't come home at the time you say. Because, oh, yeah. like, because... I ask Ellie, like, oh, when are you coming home? And then she says nine, and then she doesn't come oh, back till like, 12pm. And I'll get a message when you're <clears> coming home. And it's very upsetting, because, like, I'm looking forward to having oh. Ellie come home in the evenings, and for us to have, like, our bachelorette time. Oh, yeah. And then she doesn't come home. Listeners, season 16, episode nine is going to be juicy. Oh, we're, we're watching Bachelorette right now. Oh, so good. Yes. So as soon as we finish recording, we're going to go straight back to that. Yeah, we're literally got it on pause. Right? <laughs> so, hmm, I don't know. Actually, you're really good because you keep everything tidy. It mainly just the loudness in the morning. Yeah. But I can deal with that. <laughs> I do apologise. I do think, like, we could be in a lot worse positions. Yeah, definitely. I'm just thinking of the type of people that I've could have lived with i mean even me i've obviously lived with like seven other people before at uni oh yeah that was so different i suppose because i didn't go to uni that's not i've never really experienced that i mean for anybody living with or considering living with that many roommates i generally wouldn't recommend it i feel like living together with seven people is a bit much but then again i didn't really have a choice at first year of uni that's just how big our our halls were and i feel like it has obviously it has perks because it's got like inbuilt friends to like I guess at that time like drink pre-drink with. Oh yeah. You know, but I do feel like it's not very sustainable, and our kitchen was always an absolute mess. Like now, you know, if you if you go out to work and there's still some dishes of yours left in the sink, like I'll do them no problem because there's like one person's dishes there. Yeah. It is not possible to do seven other people's dishes. I mean, when I visited friends that have got um, like housemates mm. or hallmates in first year uni, the the state of some people is disgusting. Yeah. Like it makes me feel really, really clean. Yeah. Like, I've seen some people literally have like dishes worth of mouldy things oh my gosh. in their bedroom and then they would put it back in the kitchen for someone else to clean. No. The state in which like some uni students live I do is think- actually horrendous. A lot of them to do with like mothering though, if they've come from a home where everything's done for them. And I think, I don't think we've been like that. No. I always say, because I went to Montessori kindergarten and they always taught us that you have to put the things back that you play with before you can play with something new. And that's literally, that's stuck with me. Aww. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> so, I can recommend Montessori kindergarten. That's what my kids said. <laughs> Okay, the next question is how long did it take to become friends? And I think this is interesting. Because <laughs> obviously, yeah, we didn't know each other at all before we moved in. But then I remember like the very... And I was kind of like, I was kind of nervous for you to move in. Because I was like, yeah, I, I, I got a really... We seemed to vibe really well from the viewing. Mm. But then it is like I was living at... At that point, I was living alone for I think like two or three months. Two months, three months. So I was like, okay. And then suddenly... You know, I'm going to move in with this girl who I've never met, really, or who I don't know that well. But then I remember, like, I think I was making my bed, and you just came, sat on the floor. And I think you, like, we had, like, a catch-up about some drama that was going on in your love life. Or I think you were just, I think we were just catching up in general. It was a great time. Yeah, and I just remember being like, oh, this, this just feels like, you know, this could just be a friend that I met 
through uni or through something else. You know, it already felt like we were kind of friends. That was so true. Yeah, we just kind of, so we were very open to getting yeah. to know each other. Yeah. No one was like, oh, don't speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happened. just here to live. Really awkward. <laughs> yeah. So, we lucky. yeah. I, don't, I can't really pinpoint a moment of like, oh, you know, that's when we became friends because I feel like it was just it felt very natural from the beginning yeah especially now like I would say to my friends like oh my flatmate's like my friend like yeah I wouldn't say like oh she's just a flatmate yeah and I suppose I was kind of always from like the first few months I was pretty much like that yeah me too so cute such a cute mom a roommate agreement or a set of rules so we kind of already talked about this but yeah more just unspoken rules right like rules of common decency which don't always apply with everybody that you live with that's so true like if we have people over we'll give each other space but we'll also socialize with them yeah yeah that's true decency. i didn't even realize that yeah, yeah exactly and and also just yeah things that we mentioned before right like having just an eye on what's going on in the house like if the bins are full or if yeah. the the sink is full or I guess, like, if one person's really busy and then you know that they're not going to be in, like, I, or sometimes, like, when one person isn't in, we'll ask the other person to, I don't know, see if, like, there's a letter in the letterbox or, like, something like that, like, yeah. just stuff like that. Like, little things. That's so true. Or you you brought my post to the, to the post box the other day, to the it post. did. That was very sweet. Okay, next question is, what's your favourite thing about living together? Just like coming home and knowing you've got someone to talk to. Yeah. Like I've been deprived of that for how long now? Until you came back. Six months. Six months. That's actually an interesting question. How did you find it, like the adjustment from... At first I hated it and I got used to it. You know, you come back and you're like, okay, you've got your own space. Yeah. Sometimes that's nice, but equally, like especially if you're having a shit time, you don't want to come back and just be on your own. Yeah. At least I don't. I think some people do. That's just how they are. But because we got on so well, it was a bit... Like a missing piece. No. And even like just walking into the flat and knowing like you would sat there on your computer stressing over life. <laughs> still be like a comfort. <laughs> She's here. Does it, you know, maybe it's comforting to know that no matter how stressed you are, I'm always there also stressed. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they would stressful. then tell me how stressful she is, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> My life isn't so bad. <laughs> Did you find it weird though now that I came back? Like, was it a bit of an adjustment from living alone to now me being back again? I suppose so, because it's like, oh, wait, you're, you're here. Yeah, you've lived alone for six months, the past six months. That's actually a really long time. Like, you get used to that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I definitely got used to it. And like, I think it just, then knowing, okay, the whole space is mine versus now, like, okay, now I've got to respect the fact that Leo is here. Yeah. And she's working at home. <laughs> which. No. Yeah, because I am always here. Yeah. I am never not here. The other thing is, like, we laugh, but we kind of shouldn't. We only yesterday figured that we didn't have any of each other's emergency contact Oh my gosh, yes! We've been living together now for over a year. Well, kind of in and out. But, like, if anything happened to us, we don't really have anyone to contact. So if Leo, like, suddenly, I don't know... <laughs> what are you I don't doing know. I don't want to drink it, but <laughs> if something happened, I wouldn't know like her parents' numbers or anything, and especially because they live in Germany. Yeah, so that's actually a tip: send your flatmates yeah. your emergency contact details because I feel like it's just like something good to have, right? In general, yeah. if you're out even with friends, I feel like it's kind of good to know somebody that you can reach 
For sure. In case just something goes wrong or in case you don't know where they are or something. Because there's even been times where, where I didn't know where you were or I mistakenly locked you out because I'm evil by mistake. Oh, yeah. That was actually bad. That was bad. I locked the door and I think I'd forgotten that you were coming home still or I thought that you were already home. But instead, oh, yeah. Ellie came home and then couldn't get in the flat. So that wasn't good. That was quite bad. Oh. But then I knew that I could, like, I knew somebody who I could message. So that was quite practical. True. And also, <laughs> in that moment, it was lucky I had someone because, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point in time, I didn't have that many friends here. Yeah. Life lesson, don't lock your flatmate out. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> That's one way to fall out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would agree. I feel like my favourite thing is also just, like, knowing that you know, there's going to be somebody that I can spend time with in, in the evenings and just, like, somebody to to talk to and, like, debrief on about everything. And it's just it's just nice. And also, like, with our, our similar taste for reality TV shows, like, it brings me lots of joy. Us just watching shitty TV together, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I've got a question for you. If you were to write me a reference, what would you put in it? Oh, uh, to be honest, I feel like I'm a very big fan of you. I feel like you are incredibly hardworking, very ambitious, so strong-willed and also like you stand up for yourself like I think that's something that I really admire about you you're so confident mm. and I that's why I can picture you I, I mean you're obviously a manager and you have like a team and that was actually something that I found incredible was that in the space of you know what this past year you went from being in the position of people that you now manage to working yourself up the the ladder so incredibly quickly to now being so young, but then also managing people who, who are older than you, you mm. know? And it's actually incredible. And like, I know why you're doing it. It's because, or I know why they promoted you so fast. It's because like, you've, you've got that air about, you know, you know how to, how to be confident, how to, how to manage people. And like, I'm actually like, I'm really impressed. And I've like told everybody this, that I've like talked to about you. Aww. Because I actually think like, n- very few people, I think, could make of the situation that you were in, which was, you know, you were basically not even furloughed because you didn't have an income that no. was coming in technically, to, <laughs> to having to start an emergency job, to making that emergency job, like, now, you know, now you're a manager there. Like, that's actually so impressive. Oh, thank you. So, I actually, like, I admire you a lot, like, for, for that and, like, how you stand up for yourself. I've got a tear because <laughs> you guys can't see, but... <laughs> I think if I was to do a reference for you, I'd say you're obviously very hardworking. I think that's definitely something that we both have in common. Yeah. We both have goals in life and we're quite ambitious people. But I also think you're quite a reflective person. And sometimes I need that because I don't do it. I just kind of <laughs> get on with things. Fall in a china shop. <laughs> if shit hits the fan, then it's already happened. You're quite like, okay, reflect on it. See like the impact you can have and then go with Go with the actions. Mm. You're also very wise. I think you've had quite a lovely experience for how old you are as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. And, I mean, you were born in Germany and now you live here. You've gone to university in a different country. Yeah. That's really big. And, you know, it's it's just nice to have someone that you've got. Like, we have quite a lot in common. You're very adaptable uh, to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Proud of you. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm really excited to see like where we're both going to be at in a few years. Gosh. Because I also think that for you, like 
your career path completely changed. I mean, people don't know this, but you originally had obviously applied to be, or you were going to be a stewardess at British Airways. Yeah. And now obviously you've kind of gone more into the management and also thinking about like going into HR and all of that. So you've basically done like a, I don't know, 360 turn. Yeah, very, very big turn. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot was driven by how I've experienced this year. And I, I mean, hopefully they're not listening, but my previous... HR manager I didn't mm. go on with and I think she was quite toxic and she's not left but a big part of what I've learned this year is before anything like if you don't have the right people and the right foundations and support then business is never going to work yeah and it's the same about like home life as well if you don't look after your friends and family like just little things like I would do shopping for example yeah. like that me that means so much to some people um and I think I've learned it going to HR can give back to a lot of people and especially in like talent management I think there's a lot of talented people out there and people that get left and unnoticed because the right people aren't there yeah they're not in the right positions and right time right place is is a big thing in the Mm. world at the moment so I'd love to go into HR and just have the ability to share and give back to people but also like listening I think I'm Mm. quite a good listener. Yeah. And I think you're a good mixture of, like, you're very caring, but I think you can also give some tough love if needed. Yeah. You know? Whereas I feel like maybe I'm sometimes too, like, soft, cushy-cushy, you know? Like, (laughs) wanting to protect people's feelings. I love everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, but I feel like you're quite good at maybe dealing out some, like, tough cookies if if they're needed. Yeah. But, again, like, I think that's definitely come from the last year as well. And... Life can be shit sometimes, but yeah, just get on with it. Yeah, JFDK guys. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't know what that means. No, <laughs> I'm not saying it on here. <laughs> Kara will laugh at this and be like, "Oh, Leo." <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to tell me after this. Is oh, oh God. <laughs> I mean, most. I hope other listeners know what this means, but JFDK, <laughs> Google it and then get back to me. <laughs> yeah, this is me just being old, twenty three. I'm not down with the kids anymore. <laughs> okay the the final question for this podcast is just what are our tips for adjusting to living with somebody new oh be open Mm. be oh it's not jfdk it's jfdi (gasps) you got your own abbreviation wrong (laughs) yeah it's jfdi um okay advice for people what was it moving in together living so adjusting to living with somebody new okay be open be transparent about your situation yeah because there's no point in hiding anything it's gonna come out when you're living with them yeah absolutely if it's two people definitely that's really important but if it's more than that i mean i've never experienced it but i'm sure it's just equally as important um if not more because the more people you have, the more hectic things can get. Yeah. And people can rely... The more easily... I mean, from my experience, I had quite a lot of, like, different drama situations in my past house that was living with so many people. And I'm very much, like, I hate drama, I hate conflict, and I tried so hard to stay out of it, but it's sometimes just inevitable. So you kind of have to make sure that at least you are at all times honest with everybody in the house so everybody knows where you stand. I think the other thing is also, especially if it's two people you're relying a lot on each other mm. if you end up falling out you're in a worse position than you started yeah so yes be open and honest but also like 
give the other person a bit of space and if there are issues address it also be a bit you know patient and yeah you may think okay they're doing something i don't like but in actual fact in the long run it's going to be worse falling out about something so little than um ending up living with someone that you don't get on and don't talk to yeah i'd also say be patient because you never know like it takes people different amounts of time to open up and yeah. i think our situation is very rare where you move mm-hmm. in and you just straight away click i think majority of times you'll live like you'll move in with somebody new and there'll be like this adjustment period where you kind of still need to just figure out who the other person is and like what are maybe some things where you need to give each other space but then what are some things we which you can maybe do together yeah absolutely and also yeah I think what you said before about like addressing things is important because I think the worst that can happen is like bottling things up yeah and they all come out in like a big bang and then maybe you're like passive aggressive or like resentment starts to build up like we never really asked each other but you know like if you move in with someone you've got to rely on them for like one like are they gonna pay their rent yeah are they gonna be like clean and tidy you kind of just hope that all of that comes into play but some people might be quite you know what's the word um manipulative for yeah example. i think you have to trust your gut feeling mm-hmm. as well like yeah. i had a good feeling about you and also i guess that was one thing that you know with your with me meeting your dad straight away even though i was like <laughs> slightly intimidated but i knew like then i straight away i knew somebody from your family which i guess also gives you a bit more of like background to the person right it makes you have a bit more trust yeah. In, in who the person is and I like your dad seemed legit you know I felt like <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely legit yeah he seemed very legit <laughs> and then I feel like communicating clearly just in general yeah I think sometimes I have to work on that although I mean I do communicate but it's sometimes quite staggered <laughs> but I think I'm over like that with everyone unfortunately like even my family my mum messaged me yesterday like are you alive <laughs> like yeah mum <laughs> hi <laughs> Haven't spoken to you in a week. <laughs> it's it's not intentional. If Ellie's mum is listening. Sorry. sorry <laughs> um, so I love yeah. my family, by the way. And I'm not like a, a castaway child. <laughs> <laughs> in case anybody was wondering if you're a castaway child. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's just important to communicate about like, maybe you're a person who likes to have their space then I feel like if the other person isn't like that, but you haven't communicated that, mm. then the other person could be confused as to, oh, why are they spending so much time in their room? Or Also, you have to kind of learn to be a bit analytical. Like, if someone isn't going to approach you or is, like, spending time on their own, maybe that's, like, a sign. Like, leave them be. Yeah. Don't try and push Don't anything. Don't push anything. They'll come to you when they're ready. Yeah. And, like, we all get tired, we all get grumpy, but you know what? It's life. Yeah. And... Especially with the amount we work, I think sometimes you just got to give each other space. Yeah. I guess, like, trying not to take anything personally either. No. Because there's definitely been times where, like, either of us have both just been super stressed and, like, grumpy about work or grumpy oh, about... Yeah. I feel like grumpy is such a bad word. I don't, I don't, I don't know if any of us have been grumpy, but, you like, know... Just agitated. Like, yeah. Like, stress balls. That's me very often, yeah, to be you, honest. Do you still use your stress balls? <laughs> I think maybe I need to get it out again. Yeah, maybe a good time. <laughs> Ironically, I got a stress ball sent from my work, so That's don't know what they're telling me. Beautiful. <laughs> also, like just doing little things, like I when Nia came back, I got. Some oh, that flowers. was actually so sweet. And like you just know that you're comfortable with them. 
if you yeah. want if you want to get on with them you've got to make the effort yeah like, they're not it's not just gonna happen that's so true yeah like little things because I think those acts of services actually are really special like you getting my shopping for me or you yeah Eddie was so sweet she like decorated the place basically when I came in there was like a balloon here and like a like a let's party sign and like photos and it was just so sweet like it actually made me so much happier to be coming home so yeah that was and she you bought like fresh flowers that you put in my room like yeah I feel like it's little things where maybe you can notice that oh you'd make your your flatmate's life a little bit easier if you did that yeah it's really nice yeah and it's nice knowing that okay we don't live with our families so they're kind of going to be your second family yeah hopefully if you get on yeah um so make that effort and if you don't get on with your flatmates what then what oh um i think it's really tough right now if you are working from home because then because i feel like in normal times you could just be like oh you know just see it as like a place where you live and try and separate it as you know this is where you live but this doesn't have to be you know, it. your roommate doesn't, ha- or your flatmate doesn't necessarily have to be, like, your friend, your everything built in one, and then you can just, you know, look externally for your friends, but that can be hard right now if you're working from home, so, I don't know, I guess it would just have to be to, like, see it objectively and, and know that nothing's permanent, you know, you'll get out mm. of the situation at some point. And also, like, make time to suit other people if you can. Yeah. Okay, COVID permitted, but, um, remember that like this outside space hopefully around you like we have the river near us so yeah you can go on a run you can go on a walk you can get out and give yourself breathing space but just just be straight up with them like if okay if you don't get on you still have to function unfortunately and that that's going to mean perhaps a communication yeah if they don't want to talk to you then i mean semi kind of screw them because (laughs) they've lost out on maybe a good friendship yeah so yeah try and talk to them honestly about because chances are they'll also they're also feeling maybe the tension or the awkwardness and then maybe you can chat about how you're going to deal with it and maybe if you have like specific I don't know ways how you can work around it like times where maybe one person is gonna leave the flat for a run or a walk and then the other person can have the living room to themselves or I don't know stuff that you can you can work around and invite them like we we have not mutual but we have friends of friends yeah and you know we we try and invite each other to stuff if there's something on i mean this last year has not been that much <laughs> our two events our two events <laughs> but even just having i don't know like p here yeah shout, shout out to p <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess knowing that you also you you're inviting that person to kind of be a part of your your life in that way that it's not just like separate you know yeah we exactly. live together but nothing more yeah we've not got a, a romantic relationship <laughs> <laughs> yet you never know yeah you never know love you lots <laughs> joking we're both you're joking we're both you don't love me oh my god i'm heartbroken <laughs> <laughs> shout out to all these guys <laughs> Oh, but no. I mean, thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. I feel like I've chatted a lot, but it's been good though. It's been good. It's been been a time. What's What's your review of being on your first ever podcast? I mean, I'm not gonna listen to it back because I you're don't not. have my voice. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I will, like a far away day from now. Um, 
but it's been nice. It's nice to reflect on things. And, yeah. You know, you've got to remember we're in a lot better place than a lot of people right now. Yeah. We haven't had COVID. No. We still have good relationships with like, each other and with our families. You're going to be out of isolation soon. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. Especially with this past year, like, so much, both... so much worse could have happened. Yeah, we're both in work. Yeah. That's a massive one. That's a massive one. As much as I'm stressed about work because I'm very emotionally invested, <laughs> I'm so grateful to have it. Yeah, me too. And especially this past year. But yeah, thank you very much, Ellie. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I hope Cara has um, a good time moving in. Yes. We've seen some pictures and they look it looks so stunning. So lots of love to you, Cara. We missed you on the pod, but equally, Ellie, you've been a very good standing co-host, I would Aww. say. Would you have me again? I would. You would? Round two. Gosh, what are we going to talk about next? Let's go soon. I feel like you can give some good career advice. Yeah, maybe we could talk about like adapting in COVID. Yes. Or some CV advice. Oh my gosh, also how to how to deal with unexpected changes. How to deal with the shit show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the episode would be called. <laughs> how to deal when your life becomes a shit show. Maybe I'll do my own, my own episode. Your own podcast. You're going to start a rivalry podcast. No. The Matcha Diaries is the elite. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's, that's all we're going to end it on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And speak to you next week. Bye. Bye, friends.